Hello and welcome back to The Aftertime, the weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, every so often when we're arsed, uh, NBA gambling show, a podcast brought to you by two professional gambling brothers. As always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by my brother Ronan. It's whenever we get round it really, isn't it? Yeah, it's been... I need to stop making excuses. I was going to say, there's reasons and there's excuses, and I feel like we've been making a lot of excuses. I need to stop promising an episode next week. (laughs) week. To be fair, I think we need to use the word promise less. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? There is actually, I can look at the stats, and there actually is a group of dedicated listeners who I feel like we let them down sometimes if we don't record weekly. Now, there are extenuating circumstances as to why it has been uh, a bit of a a two-week gap between the last pod. Yeah, a couple of reasons, a couple of excuses. So the first one being we went on holiday. We did, and anyone who follows us on Instagram would have seen I tried to keep everybody up as up-to-date as possible as I could with the yeah, holiday. finally showed our faces. Yeah, true. Actually, because every post has been like preview previews for the episode. So yeah, yeah, me and Ryan and I were in a team on our golfing holiday, as you probably saw with our outfits. I think we won the outfit battle. To be fair, I did really like theirs as well. Yeah, theirs are really good. Shout out uh, Sean and Paul, our golfing buddies who came with us. But they whipped us on the course um, most days, to be honest. We're 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 in the process. We're both yeah. working through some stuff. We're getting better. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. But golf and Paul is at the end of the marathon. <laughs> and Paul's Kipchoge. Yeah, whereas you and I, I think, are suffering with cramp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the third mile. Yeah, which I will be at the end of next week. Speaking of, Ryan's running a marathon in two yeah, weeks. Running the Edinburgh Marathon, yeah, at the end of May, next week, next Sunday. And probably the worst, the world, I keep calling it the world's worst marathon prep because post Christmas, which is a while ago, no, it's nearly halfway through the year, I've, oh Jesus, I've been very ill, very sick, very injured, and, but I, no excuses. But you also did smoke a lot of pints in, in Spain. Yeah, a lot of fags were smoked. And drank a lot of pints. And drank a lot of pints. But to be fair, like a good friend once said, like, I actually think that might have made my lungs stronger because like they had to work harder. It's like, you know, like resistance. It's like weights. Well, George Best could drink 10 pints the night before. Socrates, uh, the footballer, not the philosopher. Philosopher, yeah. He used to smoke a 20 pack while he was playing football. Probably like, at half time. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, Gaza used to play football steaming. Yeah. He was amazing. Exactly. So I'm basically a pro athlete at this point. So It really is going to prove whether or not the marathon is a battle of the brain versus a battle of the lungs. Yeah, I've talked, a couple of people have actually brought up when I told them how shit it was that they're like, oh, I know someone that, you know, doesn't train all year and then just runs, you know, a marathon just just to see if he can. So I mean, if, if they can do it, I can surely do it. Yeah, give it a go. So speaking of running, I finished my thirty oh, day five yeah, k well day challenge in Spain on the second day we were there, and I was sick as fuck the whole time we were away. It was grim. Ryan is currently suffering with a bit of a like chest infection. I've got the black I, lung. I think I give him if you can if you can pass that along, but. Yeah, it was grim. The last few days was blowing out my hole trying to run in twenty four degree temperatures, but we got it done. Raised twelve hundred pound for a local breast cancer charity, so I'm pretty happy with that. And yeah, well done. yeah so hopefully we can get uh, some sponsorship for you as well. Yeah, yeah, like I'm doing all right. I've got like I mean, I'm running next week, and I, I, I it tells you to set a goal. I had no idea how much I'd be able to raise, so I just put two grand down as the goal, and I got like nearly seven hundred quid. And I haven't really done too much. I haven't annoyed people that much about it. I posted it twice, but I'll do another post this week and try and, you know, get all the wee scabs who haven't given any money in. And so. I will post it out on the Aftertime account. That there is a promise. Go. I'm there making a promise here. Yeah. No, another promise, yeah. And I don't yeah. know what you're like for keeping them, so I and can't wait to not another 
extenuating circumstance as to why we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks and we're, why we might actually sound slightly different we're not really sure yet yeah if it sounds weird apologies but we're recording from a new studio in my new house yeah and the studio has me sitting on the floor uh, with a cardboard box as my stand for my microphone so we're, we're on the up and up yeah you clearly the sponsorship money you don't get to see the behind the scenes in. yeah so I'm on my nice comfy new office chair in my new the, the office is great yeah yeah loving it looks great but yeah Ryan is out on the hallway on the floor so if Ryan sounds a bit echoey yeah. apologies blame running um, so he, yeah, he's promised me a, a new studio as well so we'll see if he keeps that promise there. well we're going to make my old bedroom into the studio so we'll see how that goes we might get a pool table and a dartboard we'll, and stuff yeah we'll keep you updated we'll see how it goes but yeah I have a moving house so we've been really busy so we had to squeeze this in today just as the USPGA golf tournament is on I have McElroy bet on Rory McIlroy. Six under, yeah. Is Rory McIlroy is currently six under? I have bet on him. Yeah, I didn't tweet about it. Rory yeah, coming? Fuck, fuck me, right? So Rory six under. So it will be a bit of an aftertime. Just back him now and you yeah, enjoy the weekend. I mean, that's our thing, right? That's our shtick. Yeah. yeah, back him now. Enjoy the weekend, and I've also backed uh, Scotty Scheffler, who doesn't tee off for another hour. I think so. By the time this comes out, he will hopefully be five well under. Board. Yeah, five under. Yeah, but we'll talk a bit more about the golf later on. So today we're going to get into what's gone on since the last episode. So yeah, because it has been a bit of, it's been a while. And before, you know, in between the last episode and now, I think obviously the playoffs are moving on. But the big one in terms of bets that we've talked about for fucking weeks and months is Jokic. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Did we? Did I brag about Jokic last episode? I think I did. I can't remember. If I didn't brag about Jokic last episode, I'm going to brag now. Yeah. So we did tip Jokic on the... Twitter account a couple of weeks ago at the start we were of, talking about it for even yeah, before yeah it that, was at like, the start of April I said back him he was over even money to win and it was after that straw poll had come out so he was he was free yeah, money yeah even no, we did we did talk it, about this yeah, yeah yeah so the oh the new the other award was Tyler Hero sick man S- sick man and no Monty coach of the year and Monty coach of the year no surprises really I think yeah I mean they were both done. like Hero was like the fucking heavy favourite from, from dot, like fucking Christmas yeah and Monty was pretty nailed on as well. And I think Monty was fair enough too. I don't think you can really argue with it. Yeah. And yeah. now it's quite funny that the Suns have been dumped out in the conference semi-finals, which we're going to get onto in a we minute. We are, yeah, going to very quickly talk about. That's the second game in our running order, but we'll start with the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. Warriors won 4-2 after that uh, not scary 50-point loss to the Grizzlies, which is like weird for how much actually everyone called it for what it was which was just like a bit of a uh, the Warriors just fucked about in Memphis and just you know I think once they got down big early they were kind of like right this game's over there's no point putting our energy in here Yeah, we know we've got another home game to win to close out and I mean it worked uh, that's kind of something that a lot of people could overreact to but people seem to yeah like I said see it for what it, what it was and what it is and it was just the Warriors kind of let that one go and just went and beat them at home and Pretty, you know, co- well, I mean, actually, you know what, I was going to say coasted, but they actually got ran close. It was a close game with five minutes left. Yeah, it's kind of had an effect on my opinion before the Warriors-Mavericks series started because, yeah, they won 4-2, but the Grizzlies were missing Jamarant. They beat the Warriors by 50 in game five. Better without him. You in theory. Yeah, maybe. Beat the, beat the Grizzlies by, or sorry, lost to the Grizzlies by 50 in game five, which is yeah. fucking, like, imagine the Warriors go to win the NBA and they will have, on their permanent record, a 50-point loss in the playoffs the year they won the title. Has yeah. anyone ever had that? I doubt it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The Bucks last year got smashed by the Nets. They got beat by 40 by the Nets. Oh, and yeah. Remember the, Before the, the series, injuries, KD? And then, yeah, KD with the foot just yeah. outside. Yeah, the, the Bucks got beat. Line. I think they were 2-0 down to the Nets. Did they lose a 40 they lost, point? They lost by 40 points, yeah. And then won the game championship. And, won, and still won the championship, so there you go. But apart from that, it doesn't really happen very often. It's today's game. It is true with the three point shot and 
yeah, I think, like we said, it's de- definitely a case of the Warriors just not really caring once they're down 20. Aye. Go back and beat them in the Bay, which they did. So, yeah. fair enough. Uh, quick word on the Grizzlies. How impressed were you by them this year? Very, very impressed. Like, good coach, good tall youth, a uh, couple of vets, strong enough everywhere, and, you know, plenty of potential trades to be made. You know, they have a lot of lot of players. They're deep. You know, they could move stuff if they want to or if they just want to keep building with the same squad. I'd... Yeah, happy to actually excited to see them next year again. Yeah, like we said when we were previewing this round, I know I said it, I was like, it's going to be a case of the Grizzlies will run them close, but in the end, they're going to lose to a better team, and it's all going to be quite obvious in retrospect, which it was, but they did impress me enough in that, you know, I would say they're probably one of the top two or three teams with the brightest future, you know, going forward for the next couple of years. You've got to think them, the Nuggets. Especially because if you look at the other teams that maybe three years ago, in the last like four, three, four years, were those teams. It was like the Jazz Nuggets. Do you know whatever the Jazz are going to blow it up? The Suns are now probably going to, well, not blow it, if not blow it up. Have to do something. Yeah. Small explosion. They're yeah. going to get, yeah, potentially it looks like Aiton's probably on his way out. And Chris Paul, I read a report on Twitter, Chris Paul is considering retirement. Oh, I thought he said he wasn't going to he's, retire. He's thirty-seven. Do you yeah. know, it wouldn't be unsurprising. But does he not only have like a year left in his contract or something? Yeah, so, so just I mean, play that out. But how many times can you lose that badly in the playoffs for thirty million? You just, you Sorry, just pack it it's in. twenty-eight million next year, and then thirty-two more years. Yeah, thirty-two million the year after. Yeah, you won't you're turn the money down. You're playing that out. Yeah, like, you won't turn the money down for fuck about like. Yeah, true. Okay, so we'll move on to one I mentioned earlier. We're speaking of the Suns. The Suns, 63 win team, 62 win team. Yep, best record in the league. Best record in the league. Juggernaut. The, fa- the favourites for the title going into the playoffs. And I thought rightfully so, but if they stayed injury free, you know. I mean, how long, how many fucking times have I repeated myself? Suns in the box, Suns in the box. But but again, I will say, never bet on them. You know, right all the way through, I was like, just hold off because of injuries. They weren't going to get that much shorter. Like, they were, the Suns were already so short. And they were expected to get through the first two rounds, so it's not like their odds were going to really crater in, do you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, yeah, the second round, they unceremoniously dumped out. With one of the worst playoff performances I think I've, I've ever seen. Like, smashed. The soul snatched out of them by Luca. Yeah, like, it was impressive. I mean, it, it was one of those games where I you, love know, Luka, like, you, can look, you can look back and say, right, that was Luca Doncic's coming of age. Do you know, because the first two seasons of his career, he was beaten in the playoffs by the Clippers, and it was close, but he never got over the hump. Yeah, but it's weird because he had like he had those games; they just didn't win them. They didn't he had win like them, fifty yeah. point games, like high forty point games against them, like a really good team. Potentially, he hit the game winner. Remember the yeah, step back three? Yeah, game he was winner. doing it all, but it was like the, but you have to win. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, the, the moment has to be a win, but uh, and he got it there. Like fuck me, he was unbelievable. Yeah, it was as impressive as I can remember. It felt a lot like a bit like Giannis's game in the finals remember the 50 point game yeah. in the finals and like funny enough against the Suns as well mm-hmm. but yeah really impressive and we'll, we'll touch on Luca when we get on to the conference finals Chris we Paul have, is just always the bridesmaid like yeah and he always will be he's yeah. a choker yeah. and he's a flopper I, I, I do like players. him I like him I like him and I don't like him Barry Marmite I would hate to play against him but I do like watching well I like watch. yeah I do like watching him actually I like him one of those players, if you've got a bet on his team, you feel very comfortable when he's on the ball. Yeah. You know, you know, you know you're going to get a good shot. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about Luca, Luca soon because we do have the benefit of the late podcast recording has allowed us to watch the first game of each of these new series. So mm-hmm. Of the conference finals. Yeah. So we'll get onto that in, in a couple of minutes. The third game from the previous round, which we probably won't talk about for very long because we both are very bored of the Philadelphia 76ers 
losing 4-2 to the Miami Heat. Yeah, and just a bit tragic now. And, you know, now we'll see in the, ne- in the next match as well. They're the next uh, semi-finals matchup we talk about. All the top three MVP voters all, or votes, sorry, MVP candidates all dumped out of the playoffs as well. Embiid tried his hardest, broke fucking every bone he could, broke his face, broke his finger, you know, just tried to carry the whole team. Harden scored two points in like fucking... 24 minutes or yeah it was just a bit tragic I just they need they need a lot more than what they have and it seems a bit odd I love we were talking about it I think last week one of the best things about the Sixers in the playoffs is like the post playoff exit interviews from them all where they all just passively aggressively just like bitch about each other and about the coaching staff and Embiid is so good Embiid's maybe the best in the league it is we like is we bitchy remarks about people like did you see where they were asking him about his faith in Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey and he mentioned how how good it was that they brought in uh, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond and the two players, the two players that away. they got rid of, which is just like such an big comment to make. I love it. But he can get away with it, obviously, because he's such a like the franchise player. No, I mean he can do whatever he wants. What, what can they What can they say about that? But yeah, I completely agree. It's it's not an Embiid problem. Firstly, it's a Doc Rivers problem because you're never going to win a title with Doc Rivers. He's no, he's one of the most notorious playoff joker. brutal coaches. Yeah, playoff choker, all the above. Um, secondly, James Harden. He was starting DeAndre Jordan in the fucking playoffs. Yeah, there's no excuse. Well, Embiid was injured, to be fair. But like, yeah, but you need to try your younger be players. Paul, Paul Reed. Yeah, you need to try your younger players because we all know DeAndre. We knew DeAndre Jordan was a corpse three years ago. On the Mavs, or even yeah. before that fucking. When he was Mavs. pushing, remember Luca's rookie year? He was pushing Luca out of the way oh, to get rebounds. We were fuming. I remember fuming. that because we were betting on uh, Luca rookie of the yeah. year, and we were trying. You know, you want him to have every perfect game he could, and we were watching the yeah, DeAndre Jordan like slabbered him and push him about because he's a rookie. It's like yeah. fuck off, you His are teammate. so old. Like. It was an un- I remember there was an uncontested defensive rebound that was coming to Luca. Jordan jumped in, pushed Luca out of the way to grab it. Yeah, as if like the rebound belonged to him. And funny enough, he probably actually had a cracking year that year because he just had Luca in the pick and roll, which is like the fucking yeah. the best player you could possibly have. Probably the last decent year he had. Yeah. And I mean, he got ten million last year off the Nets because he was Kevin Durant's mate. I mean, it pays. They just be signed. Yeah, true. But signed to your mates, but he's a wanker to fucking Luca. To Luca, yeah, I dare which him. we don't like. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's you know what that's enough about the Sixers. I don't yeah, want to fuck them with them yeah, anymore. I don't care. James Harden, shade. They've got no future. They have no future. Yeah. Uh, the the heat, process is over. The Heat. Were you impressed with the Heat winning four two? No, I mean, <laughs> like no, it wasn't like the like that Sixers team was dump. And Bede's good enough to win two games on his own, which he pretty much did. Which he did. And the Heat maybe didn't need to really do too much, but like the the Heat like. Max Struess beat the Sixers do you know what I mean it was yeah. like they didn't have Kyle Lowry they had him for like one game didn't even look great he's been out in, since then yeah. and Gabe Vincent's better yeah do you know I mean Lowry's old like fuck him yeah I mean how do you bring him. on if you need to yeah. Oladipo's do you know what I don't know they, 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 just, they don't do anything for I me. hate the heat I you, where we differ is I kind of like Jimmy Butler I like him I just don't like betting against him He's one of those players that's really hard to bet against because he gets to the free throw line. He's really frustrating. Just like you know, he's looking for fouls and free throws, and I just don't like. That I actually thing. think it might be the most annoying thing to see in basketball or to watch in basketball, especially if you're betting on it, is the opposition team's best player getting free throws. And that's yeah. really weird. But you just every foul, you're convinced it's not a foul. You yeah. know what I mean? And you think they're going to make every single free throw. Uh, quick aside, McElroy has boogied. He's now five under, mm. and he's in the rough. Yeah, we're we're live streaming. We're uh, yeah, we live podcast watching the the golf here. But we'll keep our fans up to date on the golf. But yeah, yeah um, so that's enough about the heat. We'll yeah, talk, enough we'll about talk, the heat. We'll talk about, about them when we talk about the conference finals. Finally, the best matchup of the previous round: Celtics and could 4-3. potentially be the best. 
uh, series in the entire playoffs. We'll see. Probably. And arguably the two best teams. Yeah. Celtics and the Warriors. Not a hot Sorry, take. Excuse me. Celtics and the Bucks. Not a hot three. take to say that it was could could well have been a finals matchup. Yeah. It was, if, if I, it I mean, was allowed. I, think I mean, fuck was. the conferences. Why do, we, why do they still do it? Yeah, I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. But mm-hmm. definitely think that they were the two best teams. Especially... Unlucky for the Bucks that Chris Middleton was injured because I think I feel like with Middleton back they would they should be the favourites over the Celtics. Yeah, it's weird they ran them close. Obviously four three they had the the Celtics had to get the win the last game as the higher seed at home, which is another fucking conversation about how the Bucks actually basically intentionally finished as the seed below the Celtics in order Did to avoid the Nets in the first round. Didn't pay off in the end because the game seven in that next series was uh, against or away, you know, in uh, Boston, but. It was a 4-3, but it almost shouldn't have been a 4-3. The Celtics probably should have put them away earlier. And yeah, they, they, they bottled yeah. the game like with When you're playing Giannis, he's always going to have those games, and he's going to be able to carry, but almost the Middleton... Like, it's, do you know the easy thing to say is, fuck, they ran them 4-3, and they didn't have Middleton. Like, they would have fucking pasted them if they had him, but like the... Like if you look at the total point differential and stuff, like they probably should have won four two. Four three was probably quite flattering. Yeah, four three was flattering to the Bucks. Even like, and I love the Bucks. The Bucks are my favorite team in the NBA, and you know Giannis is my favorite player. But I was gutted to see him go out. But I mean, have my biggest well, not my biggest win anymore now. But um, at the time, my biggest win was going to be the Celtics uh, outright. So I was happy to cheer them on in that regard. Yeah, I was the same. Uh, I'm not happy to see Giannis lose because he's one of my favorite players. But I did mm-hmm. have a quite a big bet on the Celtics outright so yeah. happy to see them go through uh, quick um, quick sort of flash forward to next year then for the Bucks. how do you fancy their do you know don't see it yeah I don't see any, uh, much changing really do you know it's run it back with the same team do you think yeah you have to try that again it's a good enough team to win the title so I don't see why you should change much there's obviously going to be changes around the fringes do you know with free agency and yeah I mean I, I think um, like yeah, Grayson Allen as good as he was in uh, like the Bulls series he kind of showed up against a better team Yeah, he, uh, he played way too much Bud he, was doing Bud things again yeah he did he did but at the same time you know you have to replace Chris Middleton's minutes somehow and if he, Middleton was playing Allen would have played a lot less Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing we're seeing we're going to talk about this in a, in a minute with like for example Marcus Smart being injured in game one of the Heat Celtics series Automatically means Pritchard has to play more than thirty minutes, and then he just gets fucking he, hunted on de- on defense. That tiny, doesn't happen anyway, boy. Yeah, that doesn't happen if Smart isn't injured. Mm. You know, so Allen doesn't play that many minutes if if Middleton is injured. True. Yeah. So and then yeah, stuff and like, Brooke Lopez was missing all year. They probably could have been a much higher seed if Lopez was around. I, yeah, and the big I mean, three missed a ton of minutes or ton of time at the start of the season too. Yeah. Would you be totally shocked if the Bucks got the one seed next year in the East? No, I, I mean. No, I wouldn't. Uh, and maybe the whole point to prove thing again. And you know, whereas this year they'd won the championship, so they were resting. And, and I don't know how, how how true all that is, but you know, yeah. And who's to say Yanis Yanis doesn't come back five percent better again? Like he is gonna go to the gym and work on his shooting all yeah. summer. Yeah. Side note: If you know the best mentality in sports, hundred percent. I'm I'm weirdly into like you know, pro sports players like pro athletes, the way they treat winning and losing and stuff. And Yanis uh, like. You can see even in the in the game where they clearly had, had lost the you know the series, he was still like fucking trying his heart. Remember like picking people up nearly full court. He just doesn't give up and he doesn't. He'll, he'll get annoyed about refs. But he doesn't really slabber to the refs. You know he'll call out for round one or whatever, but he doesn't. He just sets the ball down, goes back next next possession. I love it. I love watching that. Yeah, he's he had all great, the fucking yaps. He's got a great mentality. Yeah, he, it's part partly why he's so enjoyable to watch. Like you don't get Never the, up. you don't he doesn't give up. But you don't get the the Chris Paul vibes. You know like Chris Paul's like. 
dirty, but he's also like a rat. Yeah. Whereas Giannis is just like, a, he's a wee bit dirty, but he's also like, oh, just because he's so strong. And, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like, you don't get like, he doesn't flop. No, no. He, he doesn't he, give up. Yeah, plays the game the right way. Yeah, he does. Do yeah. you know, compare him to like James Harden, for example. Yeah. Or even like, as much as we love Luca, like Luca will like flat, throw his arms up and have a moan. He says he's going to change his ways, but he hasn't, you know, whereas Giannis just doesn't do that. He just gets up and goes again. Yeah, well, compare Giannis to James Harden. Remember the MVP debate a couple of years ago was so mm-hmm. fucking toxic, but James Harden just had two points in a closeout game that they lost Yeah, and quit in the second half. Did Giannis quit against the Celtics whenever they were down 20 points with how long to play? No? Yeah, He's picking no. up Jason Tatum at half court when Yeah, and over. getting steals and like, you know, like transition dunks and stuff, which is, yeah, which is great. And, I mean, if he ever finished in single figure points, he'd probably have like 30 rebounds. Do you know, like he, he'd exactly. make up for it in another, in another way. But yeah, do love him. And I think he'll be back, you know, better than ever next year. Yeah. So we'll move on to the conference finals then. And we'll start, we'll stick with the East. Yeah. So the Celtics against the Heat. We Like I said earlier, we are a bit late or early recording this podcast I don't really know what day it's supposed to go on so we have seen <laughs> have the benefit of seeing the first game mm-hmm. so what were your predictions for Celtics Heat before game one and has that changed after game one I had in my head it, it would have been Celtics 4-1 uh, and then unfortunately they've run into a bit of injury slash uh, out of game with not non-injury you know COVID uh, problem. So Al Horford missed the uh, first game with COVID. Marcus Smart missed the first game with a knee injury, foot injury, a foot injury, and now Ime Udoka missed like a press conference for a non-COVID illness. Derek White's now missing the tonight's game because his wife's pregnant or about to give birth, and uh, Horford's now question or upgraded the questionable or probable for tonight's game as well so I, I I had more faith obviously whenever they were fully healthy they obviously went through a fucking battle against the Bucks so it was the potential for them to lose the, the first game especially away was always there so it, it hasn't really worried me too much but uh, with the injury changes I, I could easily see the Heat picking up tonight as well yeah it's it's just unfortunate that the Heat continue to live such a blessed fucking life charmed like charmed completely charmed like you get you get Embiid with a broken fucking eye bone and a broken wrist yeah. and then now you get the Celtics smarts injured with a foot why are they still COVID testing in the fucking playoffs when there's 20,000 fans all in the stadium with no masks on breathing all over each don't other don't have to get tested and fucking nothing. Floridians too Flor- yeah. Floridians Floridians yeah they're, they're wankers they're a lot of them. Like, yeah. why, why is Horford still getting tested there was a picture of Horford in the middle of the fucking Celtics huddle at shoot around and then he tested positive a couple of hours later. Right, they're all going to fucking have it. But like, why are they still fucking testing? Like, COVID's over. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And then, of course, our bets are getting fucked because they're still doing stupid COVID tests. Yeah, it's pointless. So how many... Well, oh, I wonder why he was upgraded. Does that mean he's, he's had a negative test? Why? I think my reading between the lines says that he's maybe getting lateral flows and the line's getting thin. <laughs> so it's like, maybe. Yeah, questionable. <laughs> slightly less questionable. Because that was like me trying to leave when I had yeah. COVID. And I was like, I was like, oh, there's no line there. I was like, yeah, it's clearly but, a line. But why... I don't understand how he's been upgraded from out to questionable. Unless he never had a positive test in the first place and it was like a... Do you know, maybe it was a false positive and now they need they need two daily negatives in a row to get him back. Maybe. I think because I think the, the rules at the minute are you need two negatives to come back. Two in one day or two, 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 two in a row? I think it's two in two days. Okay, so maybe he did one that was negative then? Maybe, yeah. Okay. I could be completely making that up because the rules No, change. I love it. I love, yeah, just go with it. Uh, let's go with it. Yeah. So if he gets another one back, hopefully he can play. Because yeah. why else would they change him to questionable? I don't get it. True. That's weird. But we'll see. And of course, Derek White, don't get your fucking bird pregnant. 
in time for the playoffs. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, now, how could you? Yeah, but like, this is NBA players do this. They, they, you know, first they wrap up. Yeah, don't have kids. Secondly, don't have kids whenever the fucking playoffs are on. Yeah. So NBA players are like, I don't know if they're told this, but quite a lot of them. When they what did do, it take nine months for a baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck's sake. Well, not a lot of them went to college, right? So, but they, you know, they are, or you do see that when they have kids, it's always in summer or like the off season. They do time it so that they don't have kids during the season because obviously they're working on the road. Like you need to be around when your kids are born. Yeah. So you know, I think they're not stupid. But obviously, Derek White played for the Spurs when he knocked his messes up. Mm-hmm. Assumed he wasn't going to make the playoffs. Gets traded to a championship level team. And now their starting point guard is going to miss. That's probably the highlight of his, of his time in the Spurs, like <laughs> he probably was. But like, yeah, just that's that's an oversight for Mister White for yeah. me. I I think he should take that in the chin and miss the birth of his child to play. Yeah, his team. wife should really should really grow up and let him just play. <laughs> yeah, like have another kid. Who's to say you're going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals again? <laughs> I'm fucking serious. <coughs> Finn, you know, I'm I'm with you. Like you know, I know sure. Yeah, like Shocking. I'm pretty sure we, didn't. We had to change our... our fucking golf holiday so you boys could play in a football final. Like and that's won. the level of dedication I want from my fucking NBA players. Yeah, true. And you know, if if only they knew that you'd bet on them, and they'd probably change. You know, they'd yeah. Probably work well, around maybe it. I'll abuse them on Twitter later if they lose. Yeah, have a few beers and yeah. Yeah, I will. But warm up your Twitter fingers. So Horford, yeah, don't get COVID. Or don't test for COVID. White, yeah, but Marcus Smart, it's a foot injury, and I think he's due to be back tonight. So that's. That's positive because okay. Well, actually, well, let's think about it this way. Like, what happened in the first game? Do you know why? Well, yeah, that that like I said earlier, it's the big issue, not the big issue, because the first half it was a game of two halves really. The first half I was watching it the next morning and I was rubbing my hands together, thinking, "Happy days, we've made it. We're gonna steal this game." The Celtics were up like ten points, and offense. The offense came really easy. They were getting to the paint because the the problem with the box series was they needed to win with the three point shot. Because obviously Giannis and Brook Lopez don't give you much in the paint. The Heat, the Heat's interior defense was wasn't there. It was like it was a gift. And then the second half started, and all of a sudden the Heat were leading. And the graphic flashed up. It was like the Heat are on a twenty-two to two run. Tatum had like six or seven turnovers in the third quarter. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It literally looked like they all had vertigo or something. They were like, do you know those? It happens. It's happened how many times it was like that Warriors versus Spurs game when we had them to win 4-0 and it was 4-1 and it's like you know the pop wife game Yeah. and it looks like you know anyone who plays sports watches sports will know this from other sports as well I can't describe there, I don't know if there's a word for it like people talk about momentum but it's like the opposite of momentum do you know when your team just decides to all lose the ability to play the sport collectively like, lose the plot yeah, just com- yeah like completely go mad for like what was the third quarter just every pass was like something you'd see like a 14 year old doing you know like a really telegraphed slow loopy pass that the defense is already moving to intercept before he's even thrown it it was i don't know what happened but even the fact that the heat were within range of them going into the third was worrying because the celtics were like you know shooting well shooting well actually they were shooting really well and the heat were literally only in it with free throws at that point and you know they weren't exactly their offense wasn't really moving it was no. it was pretty static it was pretty it was shit like to be honest which like was always a potential problem with this heat roster, but they kept themselves within touching distance, which you know helped out whenever the, the Celtics just decided to turn complete into complete glue bags. So. Especially when you're you're at home as well, and you can use the momentum of the crowd mm-hmm. to bring you back into it and stuff. Cut a few big threes, drop, and then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. So, like I said earlier, it was the so the first half. Sorry, was was really positive for the Celtics, and I took a lot of, took a lot from it. And then the second half, you started to see that 
Pritchard had to play a lot more because the Celtics have no ball handling without Marcus Smart. Got it, yeah. Because Derek White sometimes, you know, when he's shooting badly, he kind of goes back into himself a little and looks like he doesn't want it. Yeah, he sort of fades away. Yeah, and then without Marcus Smart on the floor, just Peyton Pritchard got absolutely abused. Pick and roll every possession to try and get Butler on him. And like, Butler's like six foot eight, an athlete. Pritchard is like six two on a good day. And he tries white, his hardest. And like, he's white and he's just not athletic. <laughs> he's very and, white. Like he's what? Like he's a good shooter and all. Oh, great. Offensively shooter. fine, but it's just when you have that, especially because the Celtics' scheme is to switch everything. But the problem is you can't do that when you've got someone who can't play D. So true. That's where Smart was really, really missing for me. So I mean, it really wouldn't surprise me if the Celtics win tonight. Smart's smart a back. bigger miss than Horford, right? Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. In this series, especially. But, yeah, because. Different in the last series, maybe. I would have thought Horford in the last series, you know, bigger miss. Horford was brilliant, putting a body on Giannis, and yeah, yeah the couple but, of games he had. But this series definitely, I think, I think Smart's a, a bigger miss, and yeah, I, I'm, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm quietly confident the Celtics can come back and do it. Yeah, I think Udoka has shown that he's uh, coaching pretty well. You know, makes some pretty good, uh, like that again, that box series. There was, it was like a finals game with all the changes and the, you know, the reactions that the the coaching staffs made. So. I think he'll react. They'll have Smart back, and then once they get Horford back, I, I, I just I can't go against my gut feeling from everything I've seen all season and in the playoffs that they're just a better team. They have better players. Uh, well, they're not. They're, they're I wouldn't say they're better coach because Spurs a really really good coach, but um, better offense, great defense. Like you know, I, I I think I'm still with them. I'm probably gonna say my guess would be they lose tonight, and then they win either 4-2 or 4-3 4-3's running it way fucking tighter than I wanted it to be but you know and uh, winning 4 in a row is a big ass too but I, like with the with missing Horford and with Smart just coming back from an injury I definitely could see them drop tonight as well but yeah me too I, but it really wouldn't like if they go 2-0 down I actually might consider a reback yeah I was going to say that it's a, it's a good potential time to bet them then so it, it's, a fu- it's funny how it works isn't it with the team that I think is better going on the road and losing the first two games because it, it, it was something similar happened last year in the finals because the Bucks went on the road to the Suns and lost the first two games and there was a press conference with Middleton and Holiday where they were like laughing and joking and they were 2-0 down in the finals and everyone was like why do they look so fucking confident because they know they can beat this team four out of the next six games yeah. or five games and they rattled off four wins in a row because you get the next two games at home you win them too with the home crowd and then that's the momentum that's momentum yeah. do you know that it if you think about the mindset of a team that has gone two 0 down, yeah, but rallies back, yeah, it's much so much worse be, for the home team then that's lost the, yeah. that's lost those two in a row because then you'd much rather be the team rallying back and having to go on the road than the team that's just lost two in a row and has to play in front of their home crowd again who are all shit themselves. Yeah, yeah, true. So it's, it, I it's mean, don't get me way. don't get me wrong. I just I would much prefer it if they just won tonight and made it one each because then it's even better. Yeah, but but, but yeah. I don't think it's over. If they lose tonight, it's definitely not over. No, and if the odds are drift enough, I might consider a reback. Yeah. 100%. Okay, and on to the West Conference now. Yeah, so we've got the a class matchup actually, Warriors Mavs. Shout out, by the way, before we even start talking about this, the Dark Horse podcast, if we go back and listen to that one. Uh, my Dark Horse is currently in the Western Conference Finals playing against the Warriors. They're 1-0 down, but it's alright. And Ronan's Dark Horse is currently 1-0 down in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I'm just going to pat myself on the back here. We've done alright to get here. I can't even remember, to be honest. I need to go back and listen to it, but what odds both of them were when we mentioned them. Well, on the same podcast, your Dark Horses were the Mavs, my Dark Horses were the Celtics, and this must have been in February. I think so. Or early March, long before the playoffs. And part of that podcast was 
we mentioned West, or might have been a different episode. We mentioned Western Conference challengers to the Suns because by all, the Suns were nearly fucking evens to win the West, and I said the Warriors. So True. I've got the Warriors in the West and the Celtics in the East back from like February, mm-hmm. which isn't an aftertime, surprisingly. No, as it, was it was on the podcast before time, a before time exactly. Yeah. So pretty pretty happy with that. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're both one nil down, but yeah. Well, are you as confident? Obviously, the the odds are a lot different in both these areas now. But how confident are you? that the Mavs could turn it around going 2-0 down as compared to the Celtics versus the Heat? Not as confident as the Celtics. Yeah. I think the Celtics are a better team and I think the Warriors are better than the Heat too. So, oh yeah, definitely. You know, they've got more of a mountain to climb than the Celtics do and with uh, worse mountaineering gear, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, worse provisions. Yeah. No yeah. base camp. Do you know what I mean? So No oxygen tanks. Yeah. So, yeah, look, it was a bit disappointing watching game one. I thought they would have had a a bit more in them now obviously going on the road to the Warriors isn't easy no and for the first couple of minutes it, you know it, it looked okay Luca never really got going Brunson was okay Dinwiddie was poor I just thought the Mavs they didn't, they didn't shoot great no they shot like, really poor like it's I mean, kind of sometimes people over overthink basketball but like you know sometimes a team just doesn't shoot well and especially a team like the Mavericks which is a jump shooting team that's what they are you know, it's just a team of fucking shooters, and if they don't shoot well from three, they don't shoot well from three throws. I think they shot like sixty six percent or something. You know, they're they're not going to win. Especially you know, when it, the score doesn't always accurately reflect it because you get uh, you know garbage time at the end or garbage time is fucking what Nate Duncan calls it. But yeah, I don't know. It, it was disappointing. I think was a great is a good way to sum it up. It was a bit flat. Yeah, but it's even even the shots they had. A lot of them were open, but they were like they weren't anywhere near going in. It was just a really, it was a really poor shooting night, and I think I, I remember seeing they had twenty nine three pointers in the first half. Yeah, well, they shoot like fifty. They shot fifty something. Yeah, like the, I think they nearly set a record for most three point attempts in a game. Yeah, they, and obviously it didn't work because the shots just weren't falling. But at the same time, were you impressed with the Warriors? A bit, yeah. I, weirdly enough, I think this, this that Mavericks like defense has been so has been great. It's been touted to be so good since like. Christmas I think and it has been great and Kid has shown that he'll make a lot of uh, you know adaptions to stuff as well so they'll come out again and be better but this Warriors offense with like throwbacks a, a couple of years ago just the the random sort of chaotic movement is probably one of the hardest things to scheme for right and whenever it's flowing whenever they're, they're actually making their shots like it's you know they are impressive like in that sense yeah it, it looked it looked good to me Compared, even compared to the the Grizzly series, they looked a lot more comfortable. They look like they yeah they find like they find a bit of a groove. And Unless also, turnovers too, they're not fucking. They are a turnover machine. Like, like they're a turnover machine, but they were really turnover prone against the Grizzlies. But it looked like they were taking care of the ball a bit better. Do you know? I think they might have had a sit down and said, "Right, lads, we're not going to have fucking twelve turnovers in the first half again." Aye, like words they thought they could, they knew they could get away with it a bit against the the Grizzlies, but I think. They kind of look like they're they're settling into like you know that fucking old school Warriors juggernaut that they yeah. were, and they look like they have. And even year. then, that's without them. That's without like have you has it, you know that eruption that you get from Steph and Clay, where they just fucking hit three after three. Like they they shot it all right, but like it what they haven't had that yet, which is is, is in them and will come out in the playoffs at some point. So yeah. like I was, I was saying there, they, they do. It feels like they have another gear compared to the Mavs, yeah. doesn't it? No, Luca has another gear. He does. Luca Luca didn't have a great game and. I would expect that to change as the series goes on. He, you know, he can figure out. Now, Andrew Wiggins was really impressive defensively on Luca. Yeah. I think he's done as good a job as anyone I've seen this playoffs. 
Uh, Mikel Bridges was touted as a potential defensive player of the year, but you know he comes up against a proper superstar and looks very average. Mm-hmm. But I thought Andrew Wiggins looked much better than Bridges looked. All the All Star starter, Andrew Wiggins. You put some respect on his name. I mean, he yeah. had a good game last night. Keep Andrew Wiggins' name out your goddamn no, mouth. Put it in your mouth <laughs> for defensive consideration. Put Andrew Wiggins in your mouth. Yeah, take Mikel Bridges out hey, of your yo. mouth and put some Wiggins in. Hey yo. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny enough, do you know I'm, I'm thinking they're talking about this Mavericks team and the Celtics. It's almost as if teams that get run in a seven-game series and win in the last game, and then go away from home in the start of the next series, like a day and a half, a day or two days later. You know, I'm pretty sure they lose most of the time. Yeah, they're probably tired. Yeah, so it's not nothing. I'm not drawing too many conclusions from that, but at the same time, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident the Warriors are going to win the next game as well. Yeah, I would have the Warriors as the the firm favorites for the West. I definitely think the Celtics heat is a toss up now. Do you think? Yeah, I uh, yeah. Oh, do you think it's a toss up? Yeah, it's just it's one of those series where, oh fuck, McElroy bogeyed again, back to four Tom under. Up. That is so disappointing. Tom Hoagie, oh fuck, they're always gonna be delighted. Fuck's sake, right? As long as McElroy doesn't finish, as long as he finishes under par, I'm happy enough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's that's like we've still got vast improvements. We've got weekend Rory to come, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we should be fine. But. Yeah, and yeah, I find, I find it. I'm gonna find it hard for the Mavs to come back. It's it's just, I just don't think they have as much as the Celtics do, in terms of. Like I thought, the Celtics were favourites before that series, so them going one 0 down doesn't change it too much. But mm-hmm. the Mavs weren't favourites, and them going one 0 down and getting whipped is kind of like, yeah, this is gonna be a bit much to rally from. True. Well, how did you how did you rate the Suns? I mean, the Suns. It's easier in hindsight now. You're obviously going to rate them worse. But how did you rate the Suns compared to the Warriors before that series against the Mavs? Yeah, I think I had the Suns as better. And then the they Warriors. went two 0 down. Yeah. And then you know, so it. I think they are. The Warriors are one point two three to win that series. Fuck. Do you think that's spot on? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And the Heat are one point seven one. Uh, what are the Celtics? Two point two. Hmm. I would wait for game two, and if the Celtics go 2-0 down, I think... What do they go to then, about 3.5? Maybe not that far. No? Um, actually, maybe maybe 3.2, maybe? 3.25? Yeah. I, I think I think I would consider a tickle on the Celtics. Yeah. Actually, I would just back them outright, because I feel like the Celtics could be... Would you back them outright, or would you back Jason Tatum finals MVP? Um, that's a good question. It is a question that I had for Ryan yesterday, when I was betting some on the Mavericks outright. I ended up back in Luka Doncic for finals MVP just because the odds were better. Because there's no way in hell the Mavs can win the NBA without Luka winning finals MVP. No, yeah. no it's, no it's the same bet. It's it's exactly the same bet and you get better odds. Yeah, it's like Jordan Poole, finals MVP instead of... <laughs> I saw someone tipping that, I think, at like 80 to 1 or 100 to 1. Yeah, it's it's a not, good, a, not a bad bet. Actually, and even bet, you can bet him like Western Conference finals MVP too. Although Steph yeah. had a good first game, but Poole was uh, tied second scorer. Yeah, Poole, I think I think Poole's better than Clay at the minute. Oh, 100% better. Obviously, well, Clay's historically better in defense, but he's not exactly. He had yeah, a nice block. They're, they're both okay at the minute. Yeah. Problem is Poole doesn't start. So, you, yeah, he you had need he to had get hot to stay in the game. He had the second, you know, I think it was Steph had 21 and Wiggins and Poole both had 19. Steph had the most rebounds in the team, which is interesting, but uh Poole had uh, two less points in I think five or six less minutes. So, you know, he, he, he's, I love watching him play. He's unbelievable. Yeah, really fun to watch. And I don't think it'll be long before he... It's very obvious he's the second best player in the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's getting there 
quite soon. Yeah, nice wee sort of part of that wee young sort of like contingent the Warriors have. Yeah, I mean they're quite lucky in that they're they're in between two years almost where Pool well Kaminga could be super not superstar maybe but Kaminga could be a star but he also could be a massive bust one of those he could go either way. Wiseman, Wiseman. I don't know about Wiseman, but Moody Moody could be okay. Do you know Moody Moody? Yeah. So yeah, I mean finals MVP. No, for pool, I think I saw when I saw him eighty to one. That was a cup. That was last week. I think he might have come in a bit. Yeah, I think he's a bit shorter now. I think the bookies have wised up to that. But finals MVP in the East. Yeah, if you think the Celtics are going to win, I don't think the Celtics can win the title without Tatum being finals MVP in the same mm-hmm. way the Mavs and Luca. I'll tell you right now. So let's see. Right, let's have a we a uh, quiz for you. Who is the current favorite for finals MVP? Yeah, uh, Steph Curry. What odds? Two point four. 2.75 right he's second um, Butler at what was Steph 2.75 yeah Cole Butler 4s 4.3 who's third um, Tatum at 5.5 5. 5s oh, and I'm then so fourth one fourth Luca at 11th yeah 12th well you backed him so you can see no I backed him yesterday okay I All backed right. him at I've got the slips right here I backed him at 13 to 2 which is 7.5, no, 6.5. He's 12s now. Yeah, well, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're a great guy. I should have waited, yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah, so uh, Jordan Poole is currently 21, so whoever was on him at 80s oh, is, is uh, loving yeah. life. I saw someone tip him at 100, I think. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, 80s, 100s, whatever. Jalen Brunson, 150. Oh, God, I'm going to get carried away here. Uh, but yeah, so... Quick one. If one of those four favourites wasn't to win finals MVP... Who and you're looking at the next favorite, so it's going to spoil this. But for you, who is the next most likely player to win Finals MVP out of the, after the big four? Well, I'll go through each team. So on the Warriors, I'd pick Pool ahead, like after Curry. Yeah, it's got to be Pool. Yeah, and he's twenty ones on the the Heat. I'd pick Bam. Bam. Bam's twenty threes. On the Celtics, you'd pick Jalen Brown. Jalen Marcus Smart. Are they going to give Finals MVP? He doesn't. He doesn't get enough numbers. If, but if they play the Warriors and he does a good job on Curry. Mm, that's a tough ask, I think. You Brown? don't win finals MVP for good defense. defense do you know what I mean? Andre Godala did. But didn't he go off as well? No, not huh? really. No, Steph Curry should have won that year. Yeah, Igodala that, won that was because weird. Because he guarded LeBron. Because he guarded LeBron yeah, and still yeah. gave up like that, 38 that, points I think a that's a, a it was niche like, edge case. Uh, so yeah, so the Celtics, I'd go yeah, Jalen Brown, 29s. And then for the Mavs, get, well, here's an interesting one. Who do you think... That's pretty obvious, to be fair. Brunson? Yeah. So, Lucas, 12, to be finals MVP. Brunson, like 150s. <laughs> that shows you the fucking gap yeah. in that team. So, given that gap, why on earth was Luca? Yesterday, when I backed Luca for finals MVP at 6.5... No. It's 13 to 2. What's 13 to 7.5? This uh, is why fractions are stupid as fuck, and we don't need them. 13 divided by 2 plus 1. Yeah, I backed them at 7.5 when the Mavs outright was 6.5. Yeah. But if there's that gap between the two players... In terms of finals MVP, Luca's obviously going to win it if they win. Yeah. So yeah. that yeah. that was a good wee edge that doesn't matter now because they're not going to win. <laughs> but I think going back to the original question, I think out of those four, one should be quite a clear second fa- second favorite after the big four. If you get me. Yeah. Quite a clear fifth favorite overall. Yeah. And can you guess who it is? Out of the ones that we picked. Out of the the, the second four. Yeah. Those four. Who do you think? I, I have an opinion on who should be the clear favorite. Oh, in from Pool, Adebayo, Jalen Brown, and yeah, uh, Brunson. Brunson. 
I think you're going to say Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Because he's the closest to the next star. Yeah. Like Bam, Bam's longer than Draymond at 17s. See, they're, I, they're, I get why Draymond they're could... They're pricing in the fact that the, the, Warriors, the Warriors are going to... Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. That makes sense. But, but I, out of those four, I think Bam easily is the... Is, I don't know if he's the best player. I need to think of... Yeah, he is the best player. But yeah, he is. I think he should be a bit shorter than that, to be honest. Because yeah. I, I could easily see him winning it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know if the Heat do win Because the especially because it's like almost like you can see a way that like the Warriors lock down Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Give him no breathing room and let and then like they'll, they'll take it and beat by Bam, put it that way. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because you can throw Draymond or Bam Wiggins doesn't, on. Bam doesn't have the offense to fucking carry a team to the finals. No, the finals win. No, I don't, I don't think so. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. But I do think, you know, out of those four, he's definitely the best shot. Yeah, true. Fair have enough. you had any bets on finals MVP? Yeah, uh, I actually bet have uh, two: uh, Jordan Poole and uh, Jason Tatum. I bet them when I was betting the Warriors and Celtics outright uh, a couple of weeks ago. I just I seen they were better odds, and I thought I'd rather bet Poole MVP than the Warriors win. I don't think Poole's going to win it, but I thought he was value. Um, I can't remember the exact odds, but he was closer to eighties than twenties. And I backed Tatum at I think he was like fifteens or thirteens or something. And the Celtics were like half that, so you know, I thought it was fine. I, I thought that yeah, no way they win it when he doesn't win that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, this this year more than other years. I already so. had enough on the Celtics to be happy if they won it anyway. So this is like a bonus, you yeah, know, to yeah. just cheer him on in the final sort of yeah. thing. So yeah, I've done that. So um, apart from that, do you think what do you think is the most likely finals matchup, and what do you think the odds would be, and who do you think would win it? Most likely is now Warriors against the Heat. I mean, I think. odds wise, yeah, that is. Most yeah, likely. it's just a sh- and even in my own opinion I think I really do think the Celtics can come, can come back it's just with this it just seems to have rotten injury luck and sometimes you know in, in gambling and sports you can just sort of tell when a team like I said earlier they're just blessed John, and I yeah. just, it's Raptors 2019 vibes yeah, it's a, by the way side note the luckiest NBA champions since the 2016 Cavaliers, Cavaliers. Yeah. yeah easily yeah easily Fuck, fuck the Cavs 2016 not fuck the Raptors I actually made a fortune on the Raptors that year yeah yeah, you won a bit but they were, they were still so fucking charmed yeah they were charmed and they were the worst title team oh no the 2020 Lakers god that, oh, the bubble doesn't count the bubble doesn't count yeah they were Disney brutal. ring yeah but yeah most likely actually, yeah like I was saying it just feels like the Heat are living this charmed existence where everything goes their way and even though on paper they were the fucking one seed and we yeah. give them no respect because I just don't rate them and we still... did bring up how we give them no respect it was a self-aware lack of respect it wasn't like a, we just didn't talk about them oh my god everyone slept in the heat it was like no I'm I'm intentionally sleeping on you because I do not think you're good enough yeah and I don't enjoy watching you and I don't like you so, do you know what it, I'm planting my flag I'm on the hill I'm getting fu- I'm on Iwo Jima I'm dying on this hill they're not doing it the Celtics are beating them the Celtics are getting to the finals that the prom- I promise you the Celtics are getting to the finals and I will go back and somehow edit that podcast where I said the Celtics are easy out to the oh, first round. Sake. I'll never live that down, by the way, if they win it. But yeah, so... I don't slag you enough about that. No, you don't. But I don't slag you about making false promises all the time, so yeah, we're true. good. Fair enough. But yeah, so yeah, looking forward to tonight's game. Is it What time is it on it? Uh, the conference finals are all on brutal times. It's Half quite late for the boys. Yeah. And we're now getting old, so we're... Uh, that's my bedtime. Yeah. I'll watch it in the, uh, tomorrow morning. Yeah, and cheer on the uh, the Celtics, obviously. But yeah, apart from that, so I'll probably wrap up the basketball chat and quickly move on. I can see who's that. Is that Tiger? 
Tiger is chipping here. He's not on the leaderboard, so oh, he's, he's three over. Uh, yeah, God love yeah. him. He's he's looking like he's struggling with that injury. The man can barely walk. Yeah, and he's playing on a course that has hills in the name. Yeah, fair play to him. He's a he's a trooper for giving it a go, but oh, he's not a trooper for being a painkiller addict, uh, alcoholic who crashes his car like a hundred miles an hour. But I know, but sure, no one's perfect. No, who are you to cast stones? I don't know. I love Tiger. So do I. I'm actually buying a Tiger print for my office. The Sports Illustrated one where he won the Masters in 2019? No. 2018? When Tiger won the Masters? 2020? 20, no, 2019. 2019, yeah. yeah. Was that what that was from? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the older one. No, no. One of, the, one of the best sporting moments of my life, that was. Yeah. Tiger winning the Masters. I had a bet on it as well, of course. But, uh, yeah, that was amazing. Along with the standard half to bet on McElroy, probably, at the time. Well, this week, half to bet on McElroy, he's leading... At the minute, now he was six under, now he's four under. That's, that's sad. Okay. Tied was out horse. Funny enough, uh, not like me. Top three lads on all three of them. On Are day you? one. Yeah, on McElroy, Zalatoris and Tom Hoagie. Yeah, on Tom Hoagie each way at 120s. Um, Zalatoris each way at 40s and McElroy just straight up. So Didn't Hoagie win on the PGA Tour this year? Yeah, Hoagie, Hoagie won in, oh, was it Bay Hill? Did he win Bay Hill? Bay, yeah, sounds about right. I think he won Bay Hill, and he was Palmer. in the top, like top three, top five. He should have won another the the, the the tournament the week before or after. That's right. He was in the top five for all three of them. He was playing brilliant. I backed him each way at the Masters, and he had threw up an absolute fucking duck egg. He was yeah, pretty okay. shite. But uh, yeah, go on, you'll be on. you'll be doing the hoagie cookie. I will be doing the hoagie cookie. Yeah, me and Darrell will be doing the hoagie cookie. So yeah, apart from that, so who are you on for the USPJ? I'm on McElroy and Scheffler. Just so, those two? Yeah, just those two, both to win. Um, I'd need a new podcast to tell you how many players I'm on, because I <laughs> generally tend to back the entire field in the yeah, golfing. I'm on McElroy at, uh, I think, like 15 to 1, and Scheffler at about 14, maybe. Fair McElroy enough. has a putt for birdie in the lead on the on his last hole here. My, uh, while he takes this, I'll explain that my, my golf betting approach is kind of like, do you know on roulette, when you used to go in and, on the roulette machines and you would pick every number except for one? Get in, go get in. in. Yes! Boy, yeah. He has fun. done it. That's a great way to finish. McElroy gets the five under. Good man. 65. There. What a round. McElroy, that is the, the least McElroy first round I've ever seen. He's won every major that he's been leading after day one. Oh. There's a little, a little fact. You what gets me the card? Yeah. So yeah, apart from that, uh, the only other thing really in basketball news apart from the playoffs is the draft. Yeah, let's touch on the draft um, quickly. Number one pick goes to Orlando. Yeah. And Good. I like that. Go on. Go on, go on the magic. Yeah, no, that's fair enough because the, they're, the they're a misery franchise. They, they are need, a bit depressing. Yeah, they need they need a bit of life. Number two was the Thunder. Yeah. Don't mind that. Yeah, I've seen Jabari Smith Jr. is a favourite at 1.7 to go first. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think the way he fits in with the... Now, the problem, don't, you shouldn't... If, right, if I was to run a front office, you don't think about how players fit in. You no. just pick the pick, fucking pick best talent. player. Pick the They're far player. too young to think about fit because you can you change so much yeah. of your team around them too. But the only reason I'm thinking is because Franz Wagner plays at the four for the Magic, who was on the all rookie first team this year and he had yep. a really good season. Oh yeah, brilliant. Numbers were amazing. Plays the same position as Jabari Smith, but at the same time you make it work. They're both tall shooters. You just fucking make it work. Yeah, I do. We, do you think he's gonna go first? Well, see, this is the thing. Like, if you have to get in, inside the mind of the front office, so. What a front office should do and what a front office eventually does are two very different things. Depends on the owner and stuff as well. Yeah, so like Chet Holmgren probably fits the magic more because he's a a five. He can play beside Wagner. But at the same time, like Franz Wagner isn't fucking... Wait, the magic have Suggs too, right? 
Yeah. So they would have they would have like faults for everything that's going on with them, like a, a first a first pick, right? Yeah. A really young first uh, first pick a couple of years ago, uh, Suggs, who's a Suggs was like seventh. Or was seventh. Uh, Wagner, who was in the early teens, I think, and he was for, a, now first first team all rookie. Yeah. In the first year, they could have Chet or Banchero or Jabari's yeah. Like that's a fucking like, yeah, like young up and coming team. So yeah. I mean, if I was them, I'm picking Smith. Cause and they did have Jonathan Isaac before he went. Yeah, he off went the off the fucking planet, but. I've seen Jabari Smith. I've watched highlight videos and I've seen him described as like a six foot nine Ray Allen or like six ten Ray Allen. That's a pretty good comparison. He quite like. Do you remember Richard Lewis who used to play for the Magic? He mm-hmm. was like the first, well not the first, but one of the first tall shooting stretch fours. And do you remember that? The, I think he played the four beside Dwight Howard. Remember the the old idea was to yeah. surround Dwight Howard with shooters. Yeah. I think Jabari Smith is going to be a much better version of Richard Lewis. I think I watched that Magic team. Yeah, you, you did. You yeah, were, you yeah, Vince saw, Carter. Yeah, yeah we Vince, went and watched Vince Carter drop like nearly fifty. Yeah, it was one of his last games for that team, I think. Yeah, so I think um, a funny thing I saw about the draft was Dwight so Howard is massive. <laughs> big shoulders, really square shoulders. Yeah. We got on the court and high fived them as they were coming on, and he literally high fived me and he nearly went into the net. <laughs> but you've got big boy. the the third pick is the Rockets, so doesn't really matter. They will pick basically whoever the first two teams don't pick. pick. Yeah. yeah, so it probably will be Bancaro. Yeah, I think the general consensus is Smith will go first to the Magic, and if yeah, if if Holmgren doesn't go first, he's go, like you know, sorry, yeah, he go second. Yeah, he, he's going second. Yeah. He's uh, going. Holmgren will. He fits in well with the Rockets too. Yeah, Do you know at number two. So um, sorry, Oklahoma at number two. Yeah, and they need a five, and Holmgren. You'll have like that. Oh, the two white boys, Gideon Hungren. Yeah, and... And Shea. Shea goes Alexander. He's not white, but he's a good player. Yeah. But, so there's bright feature for the Thunder. But the third pick, yeah, so it's the Rockets. So if they pick Bancaro, that leaves number four. So from what Jalen I've... Green and Bancaro and... Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. From what I've read, there's a, an obvious top three. And then there's an obvious four in Jaden Ivey, mm-hmm. who is like a potential to be... a very similar player to Jam Morant. You know, like a really dynamic, athletic point Springy, guard. like, yeah. Yeah, so the problem is the Sacramento Kings have now got the fourth pick and they just traded away Tyrese Halliburton because he was a point guard so that they could make the Aaron Fox their one and only point guard. Mm-hmm. So do they draft the clear and obvious number four who is a point guard or do they end up picking someone else down the draft because they don't want a point guard? Well, you just draft him and trade him, right? You could do, yeah. but it's the Kings. True, it is the Kings. They haven't the made Kings. a good draft pick in 20 years. No, they're, they have a track record for being a complete they've been in the lottery every year except for sure. one for the last 14 years and they're still and they're still now dumped. back in the lottery and I've never made the playoffs yeah so I don't expect them to do anything smart pour one out uh, play your tiny violin like do whatever you need to do for the, the Portland Trailblazers as yeah well. they fell back they're 7th I think or, what the fuck or 8th yeah they, they got very unlucky after after an all world tank let's, let's be honest yeah it was one of the best tank jobs I've seen complete blow it up and just tank for an entire what like two thirds of the season yeah they, they've been tanking since Christmas <laughs> yeah and uh, God love them that hurts that's tough that hurts especially because it was it looks like it could be oh, Jesus this, these things always kind of change but it looks like it, the, the top four could be like franchise sort of players do yeah you know? they look really good yeah they and, look really uh, good yeah so yeah. God love them yeah so that'll wrap us up for this week's episode hopefully we get it out in time for people to back McElroy and Scheffler and hopefully they end up winning yeah I thought you were going to say hopefully we'll have an episode next week instead of I'm I making promise. no promises no we might have an episode next week we might have an episode in two weeks yeah, just fucking just be ready yeah be ready be we'll, we'll just wing it yeah it's not on us to make you 
ready for listening to the exactly. podcast. Yeah. Follow the socials. We'll post on social media. You're all at it. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, so anyway, this. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you when we catch you. Yes. Go on, McElroy. Uh-huh.